Welcome everybody to this week's episode of the podcast. I assume my guessing has been good, but I assume it's number six. This week I have Chandler Dixon who has um he stepped up to do the interview process and to, to jump on a call with me. Hello, Chris. Um so I've been following Chris for probably two years now. Um I'm now 20 years old and currently living near Chicago. So this is your ship. <laughs> you got to steer it. Okay. So yeah, we can go right into the questions. Yeah. Um, throughout the week, I've just been letting questions come to me whenever a topic pops into my head. So I have a few scattered all over the place. Um, one of the ones I wanted to start with, uh, something that I found unique to your um, your work is the topic of being selfish. And so if you could go into um, even how you balance selfishness with being selfless at the same time and then just the importance of being selfish. The only way that I can be truly selfless is by being as deeply selfish as I possibly can be. Um, the reason being is because most people, most people are attempting to do everything for everybody else. And they're attempting to do everything for everybody else with an empty tank. So whether they're attempting to make other people happy or, or love another person or make someone feel good or support somebody, they're attempting to do something for somebody else that they don't even know how to do for themselves. So we really learn how to be exceptional, magnificent, healthy, and powerful human beings by giving that stuff all of that stuff first to ourselves. So it's critically important that we can be selfish and start to let go of the negative connotations that have been put onto that word. Because that's it's a beautiful word. To be self-sufficient, to really love yourself and give yourself the care and attention with all of that patience. Because only then can you assist others in a real way. There's no way I could possibly see someone else's blind spots or call someone up on their bullshit or assist them through very difficult situations if I have not myself assisted myself through those situations i wouldn't know what i was doing unless i was in a course and got a certificate or i read a book about it but i still don't have any real life application or real life intelligence we learn life and how life works via our own experience of self this is where the intelligence comes from so to be selfish is to be intelligent. Because there's different types of selfishness. 
Another type of selfishness is when someone is lacking so much and they feel so needy that they're willing to steal from other people, to step on other people in an attempt to get to some place that they feel if they get to that, it will feed them or nourish them or take the pain away or make them more happy. That level of selfishness, there's no vision of betterment of self in that version of it. That is toxic. But looking after yourself has got to be your number one priority. And if I wasn't selfish in my life, I look after myself more than anybody I know. And this allows me to give back as deeply as I do in the work that I do to people every single day, but only because I'm full. And if at any moment I feel like I'm lacking or I need to take some space for myself, I cancel everything. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care who is planned for me to go see or go talk to or go work to. I don't care how last minute it is. If my truth, if my beingness, if my body, if my energy, if my spirit stands up and says, you need to sit down and take a break then that's my divining rod. That's who I stay true to because that's what assists me in my life to assist others. The different types of selfishness that you went into, because um, it, it is a, the word selfish doesn't really explain the full meaning of and all the different variations. Um, for example, like doing things that you don't want to do um you had mentioned how so let me ask if someone if you had agreed to meet someone at a certain place or for example like giving them their word that you would be there you would if you didn't feel like it in the moment like if or felt that you didn't um mm -hmm. i'm having trouble explaining I, 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 I do I do get a sense of what you're saying and yeah my answer is yes I cancel first of all anybody who 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 sets up a time with me or, or who is scheduled to meet me once they know me they realize that I may kind of just drift in late not because I'm an asshole, not because I'm doing it purposefully, not because I don't value them, but because they know that I walk so slow, I almost walk backwards. <laughs> so they know that's just me. Um, that's not coming from any disrespect. I don't allow myself place a clock on my life. I refuse to, to allow that type of engagement with myself happen. So having someone else place it on me, I mean, that's just not even an option. But it's never being done out of disrespect, ever. Okay, yeah. I, I, again, it's just being in alignment with myself. I move at my pace and the pace that's being dictated for me right now. If I plan something and all of a sudden it comes over me that I don't want to go there and see that person, then I cancel. People feel like they need to explain themselves <laughs> for doing what it is that they want to do. Um, that's been bred into us. 
but you actually don't owe anybody any form of explanation other than I just felt like I didn't want to, or it didn't feel right to me, or I just didn't want to. It's nothing to do with you. I just didn't want to. But we put so much pressure on ourselves to appear a certain way, to be polite, not to be disrespectful. But our whole understanding of politeness and disrespect is totally faulty. (laughs) But we tie our lives to it. Okay. I think that that covers that question. Um, Another topic that I wanted to get into um, was honesty. Um, There's so many places we could go with with that. Well, where do you want to go with it? um, When it comes to, do you ever lie? Like, is there ever a situation where you would lie? Or have a reason to? <clears throat> like, let's say you're at like the airport and you are having trouble. I'm guessing, I'm just wondering if, the, if it's ever okay to lie. Or would you say? Uh, of course. I mean, of course it's okay to lie. If your intelligence serves as a... If your intelligence is the barometer and your life is at risk and there's a guy with a gun pointing it in your face and asking you, do you love me? I'll kill you if you tell me you don't love me. I'm going to use my intelligence there. <laughs> and I'm going to lie. I'm going to say, oh man, I love you so much. I get to keep my life. So yes, there are situations, very rare specific situations where yes lying will keep you alive but in the majority of day-to-day life and day-to-day activity no there's no need to lie unless you're very much in danger and even then it may not be a necessity okay because for me honesty is something i've struggled with um Because you struggle being honest with yourself. Yeah. It's not even about the other person. It's about you first. The only reason you struggle being honest is because you're not being fully honest with yourself. That's the hardest. Being honest with a person is a breeze after you've been honest with yourself. Because it can be painful. yeah so then if you could just go into the importance of being honest for someone who might not see the value in it well I prefer to ask everybody else what's the importance of laying (laughs) or what's the importance of being dishonest it's really just one side of the other coin Honesty is just allowing yourself to be fully in alignment with who you are because your honesty is just your truth. And allowing your truth to fly is is going to allow you to fly. It's going to support everything in you to be all of it, all of itself, all of yourself. 
why people are so disengaged and separated from their happiness and from their authenticity and from their power is because of all the different ways that they have learned how to perform. So you kind of start to hate yourself when you get to a certain point in your life and you've just let a trail of politeness behind you that has went against the parts of you that are screaming. It's like, I want to go in this direction and then everything else about you is doing the opposite because you feel like that's what you have to do. So you disengage from your nature. Honesty is just another extension of that, of following your truth. You want to have it be a part of you. Firstly, being aware of yourself so you can even have some contact with yourself so you even know what to speak. So you even know what your truth is in this moment. Because you can't speak your truth if you don't know what it is. If you don't know yourself, if you haven't met yourself fully. People read books on radical honesty and, and how to be direct, how to be honest. And then they start using honesty as a technique. But their honesty that they're using is still a total bypass because they haven't done the spiritual work to become aware of themselves. So the words that they're saying that they think are honest really have nothing to do with their path. It's just a technique in an attempt to get something to get somewhere or to save themselves. Well, this bullshit isn't working, which is pleasing people, being polite. So let me pick up the opposite, radical honesty. Let me try this technique out for a while. But none of them are coming from you because you're so afraid of yourself and coming in contact with yourself because the truth of the matter of where you've brought yourself will be so loud that it's going to be terrifying. So people will just look externally for different ways of being when the way you're supposed to be is right there in you right now. You just have to find your way back to that place via being able to be present, being able to be aware, being able to feel your body, feel your emotions, feel your feelings, not stopping or cutting off anything when it starts to come up in you and get louder. Honesty is just a byproduct of us caring and respecting ourselves. But it's not the goal. Got it. Very clear. Thank you for that. Um, so, most people uh, allow time to rule their life. Uh, how would you explain how you experience time? Well, you know, this call that we're on right now is set up at a specific time. Right. So, you know, I'm not living in a cave 
hating clocks or anything. <laughs> it's beneficial. It's needed. So we know when to, to get together and when people know when to do things and how to organize stuff. Um, I relate to time in the way that I relate to everything else. If it feels right for me to go there as scheduled, I go there. And if it doesn't, I don't. I don't wake up with an alarm. Um, I don't base my day off time. The only things that are uh, quite solid for me are things like this, are the bookings that that uh, my assistant sets up for me because you know she needs to know I'll be somewhere at a certain time. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm in alignment with that. But that's really it. Other than that, I, I'm not watching the clock. And when it, my body says it's sleep time, I lay down. And when it says it's up time, I get up. But it's not based on, oh, it's midnight or, oh, it's 2 a.m. It's time to go to bed. I'm allowing my nature make those decisions for me. Same with food. It's not breakfast time. There's no lunch time. <laughs> my body tells me when it wants to eat something. As soon as someone lays out their day in that routine, they just get more and more unintelligent. But it, I mean, time, it's not a big deal. You just don't let it, you don't let it rule your life in the ways that you can afford not to have it rule your life. Okay. I also wanted to ask about self-doubt. Um, that's something I've struggled with. Um, how would you advise dealing with that part of yourself? Or, yeah. Your questions are very vague. <laughs> And they they touch on quite possibly gigantic topics. They can really be dealt with from many different angles. Okay, so this is something you're dealing with. What do you do? Uh, whether or not what I spend my time focusing on, like my habits. Um, my decisions, whether or not they're based in truth. Or well, do you know your truth? <clears throat> maybe, maybe not. Okay, um, so that's so that's no. Yeah, yeah, that's no. <laughs> so that's no. So again, get honest with yourself. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't bullshit yourself. You don't. Because at least if you say, fuck, okay, I don't, now you can do something with that. If you're, you know, maybe I do, maybe I don't, let me just kick my feet up and watch TV for a minute. It will give you an out. Commit to it. You don't fucking know. <laughs> so now you can move more intelligently from that space. So now if you don't know your truth, what are some things you can do? What do you feel like you could do to, to get more clarity on that? 
Uh, things like meditation. Um, I did start your energy work course and have found value in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, habits like journaling. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you what your truth is. That's so go ahead. So cocky and arrogant, eh? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what your truth is. You, you are your truth. The more you begin to know yourself, the closer you become with yourself, the more time and moments that you spend with yourself in a present way, the more you will know your truth because you are your truth. And you're 20 years of age. So you got a whole lot of time. You got a whole lot of moments, or maybe you don't. <laughs> but right. you, you need to know that part as well. <laughs> um, so stop wasting your time doing things that are keeping you from really turning inwards and starting to devote yourself to yourself. Because you feel something inside and you're, your process is really to allow yourself to feel it, make some sense of it if you can, and then just trust it and go with it and experiment and play with life. Because the more things you play with from the point of holding on to yourself, not getting caught up in everything, but staying with yourself as you engage, the more you'll start to bring up different parts of your being the more you'll start to see how you engage with these different things that you're engaging with everything we do in our lives is really just an opportunity to get a deeper understanding of ourselves and by doing one thing or being in a situation or meeting a certain person all these situations really mean nothing other than look at yourself. Look at what this situation or this person or this event is bringing up in you. Now understand it. Take what's being offered in this situation and then walk away a little bit more intelligent. And we just keep doing that. Well, I hope we would keep doing that. But that is not what happens if you lose consciousness or if you're not present or if you get too caught up in what it is that you're doing because it starts to run away with you and you see yourself as a part of it. Everything is a lesson. Everything is a mirror. That's how generous life is. So for your self-doubt, And for you not knowing your truth, have patience. Because if you knew it all, you wouldn't be here anymore. There'd be no reason for you to be here. So enjoy the process of your life. Enjoy your doubt. Own your doubt. I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. But I'm going to go this way. Mm. And I'm going to commit to going this way until I don't want to go that way anymore. Then I'm going to do a whole 180 and I'm going to go some other way because that's what I want to do. Do what you want to do.
and you won't know what you want to do unless you're being aware. Unless the only voice you're listening to is your own. People live their entire lives with 500 different voices in their heads, telling them how to do things and where to go and what to be. Of course it gets complicated. Of course people get depressed and anxious and miserable and just want to fucking end it all. (laughs) Because it's chaotic. You only need one voice. And that is you. Because you're the only voice that knows. You. So play with it. Experience more. Learn more. And never be bitter or resentful towards a situation that happens where you think someone's just beating you up. Because people soak a lot. People throw tantrums a lot because they don't get what they want. That's a blessing in disguise because it was not what the person needed. So stay thankful, stay grateful for every type of situation that comes in. I don't care if your toilet starts leaking or if your children are murdered. Very different situations. But can you find the point in that? Life doesn't play by rules. It plays by laws. Laws don't have emotions. They have directions. There's a purpose. To keep the ecosystem, to keep the environment functioning in the way that is intended for it to function. And if it stops functioning that way, turmoil starts to happen. Because homeostasis is needed in everything that vibrates, including us. As usual, I went totally off the cliff. I don't even know how I've ended up here, but based on your self-doubt question, (laughs) (laughs) you need to stop me because I'm just going to keep going other ways. Um, so would you advise people, um, to experiment with psychedelics or would you say advise people to stay away from them? I would advise people to do whatever they're drawn to, Mm -hmm. whatever they're drawn to. Everything can have a benefit and everything can have a, a downside. But I'm not here to tell people what to do with their bodies and with their lives. I know many people that psychedelics have really helped. And I know many people that psychedelics have damaged in some way or another. But you won't know until you try. You really won't know anything about anything unless you... You experience it. That's the roulette (laughs) that we're presented with in this video game. You know, you could go left in a rave 
<laughs> arrive to a suitcase full of money or you can go right and get stabbed in the back. <laughs> it's just the way it is. <laughs> so you, you got to see the... You got to see the amusement in it. <laughs> you really have no other choice. So fear is another topic that I wanted to ask you about. Um, when it comes to facing your fears, well, how do you see how do I bring this in, like into a more specific question? Please I do. To ask about because I was about to fear. tell you that off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you could. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the tension I can feel that's coming up in you. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Whatever, whatever it is that you want to ask, keep it more personal so I can feel a pulse to your questions. Yeah, I think I'm trying to do both two things at once, ask yeah. questions for myself and ask it for, I guess, the audience at the same time. Yeah, well, you don't know the audience or what they want, so ask it for yourself. They'll get more from that. Okay, so when you're unable to... So there's been times where I've been unable to face my greater fears. Yes. Should I just focus on the small things throughout the day that you know are outside of my comfort zone and work my way up towards the bigger fears i'd advise you to see fear as the one thing there's not different fears there's not a bunch of fears that you have your fear is fear your fear is the feeling of that overwhelmingness entering your body and starting to move in you in a way where you can't control it, so you want to run from it. The problem isn't fear. The problem is how you relate to feeling. You're not attempting to run away or avoid the situation. You're attempting to run away and avoid yourself. Mm. Once you once you deal with one fear, I mean, once you really deal with one fear, now I say one fear, but it's all the same, which is my point. Once you learn to engage with and relate with one situation or thing in your life where you have fear, you now know from experience how to engage with and how to move through and be with every other thing that brings up that that texture in you because that texture will just have different levels of intensity but it's the same thing being present when this feeling comes up in your body breathing allowing and, and learning how you can relax back into yourself as this thing starts to overwhelm you and also letting go of all your control 
it's our need to control ourselves and what we feel that has anxiety and fear be such a burden on people. When you give up total control, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Everything can just smash against you. If it affects you, it affects you. You let it affect you. Leave things affect you. Let everything affect you. Because once you do that, the thing that you were so fearful of, once you let it and allow it affect you, it will go through its process and it will be let go of. But this is nothing really to do with the fear or the situation, as I said. This is to do with you and your relationship with yourself and with your fear of feeling. That's all it is. I don't like being uncomfortable. I like to be in control. When this situation or this person is here, I lose control and I feel things that I don't like or that I don't want or that I feel make me look weak. You know, can you be okay just sitting there and soiling yourself if that's what happens? <laughs> In a room full of all the people who you love and respect. Can you sit there still, totally relaxed? Everybody, there's feces dripping down the inside of my thigh, but you know what? That doesn't define me. <laughs> that doesn't define you. That's just a, a moment in life that's happened to you. People take themselves so fucking seriously because <laughs> nobody wants to be anything other than cool and in control and awesome. Yeah, definitely you saying that it's all just one thing. There's not different fears. Brought a lot of clarity. It just helps to simplify the process. Mm -hmm. Could we go more into not taking things so seriously or life so seriously? I'm sure we can, but it depends on what your question is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see, I'm not here to talk at you. <laughs> so balancing taking growth seriously, but also not taking it seriously at the same like not putting pressure on yourself to define growth what does growth mean to you um, i mean you use the word so i just need to clarify it growth to me is sort of whatever's in my way to gaining more freedom in my life like deeper levels of effortlessness. Um, Are you being effortless? No, not as effortless as I could be. Why? Um, I would say it's because I'm trying to balance taking action with not putting pressure on myself to take action. So for you to take action, it requires effort. Yeah. Many times it does. 
Well, then you really need to look at what it is that you're taking action towards. Because if I was to do something that I didn't want to do, that would take a whole lot of effort for me to shut my energy down and to numb myself and to go in that direction. But for me to do the things I want to do and go in the directions I want to go, it doesn't take any effort. And if at any moment I see myself even attempting to apply effort to it, then I need to let it go because it's not needed. Effort only results in tension. Okay, so... An effort is another word that, that, that has been very misconstrued, I mean, in people. Even trying to break that word down because everyone is such a different definition of it. Effort almost says that, oh, effort. Fuck. I got to do that thing. Such an effort. Don't do it. Why would you do something that takes effort? But if someone adores running or sprinting or cycling, that might take effort as well, but they love it. So there's no, oh God, it's an effort. There's a different relationship to it. You're using all these words that you need to start as a man getting a very clear definition of. So you know where you're walking yourself. Most people just walk themselves in circles. They don't even know where they're going with it because they have such in-clarity, if that's even a word, around everything they're even communicating about their situation. They don't have, they even have a clue what it is that they're saying about themselves and their story and their life that they then fully commit to. So your initial question, do you want to repeat it? I forgot my initial question. Great. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> what was your purpose in coming on to interview? What are you looking to get out of this? What's, what's the intention behind it? Uh, yeah, when you talk about things like selfishness, um, like things that I've just never been told before that it's okay to be selfish, that it's necessary to be selfish. Um, my whole life operating on a really tight schedule, letting time rule my life. And then I discovered that it's not necessary to, <laughs> or you can look at time, you, you can look at time itself in different ways. What was your intention with the interview? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I can feel that. You benefit much more from the session. than this type of a format. 
true. Unless there's any other questions that you have. Right now, it doesn't feel right to me, so it's not something that I could really continue with unless you had some, some surety in something you wanted to ask me. And then I'm ready to go. But to, to engage with the humming and hawing and the type of the lackluster that, that's coming up in this, I, I don't want to see you in that place, just from a male perspective. Right. It makes me want to go, what the fuck are you doing? You know, if you come to me, come clear at least. Or come saying, look, I'm not clear. I know I'm not clear. I'm confused right now. But I really want to do this interview because I love the idea of it and I'd like to connect with you and I'd maybe like to ask some questions that help other people. This is something I could connect to. Got it. Yeah, no other questions okay. <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying everything I'm saying to, to berate you in any way. Um, right. I'm, I'm saying it to help you because it's a necessity. I mean, you need to hear that because maybe no one else will tell you that. Um, a session is, is going to be a much better avenue for you. I'm releasing this anyway because I, I feel there's great value in it once you're comfortable with that, once you're okay with me releasing it because you did ask some good questions at the beginning and I, I did get to share some things on on some topics that I haven't, I haven't necessarily said in that way before. Uh, so I would like to use the material and, and stay honest and stay real with it. Yeah, definitely post this. Um, yeah, definitely do. And what I say is, is <clears throat> you, you, you really got to focus on getting clear in your direction even if that direction is i don't know where the fuck i'm going you really need to get clear on that you also need to do some grounding exercises the qigong will be good but you you gotta you gotta ground down a little bit or a lot mm. depending on on how you relate to it um this will most definitely assist your relatings with the opposite sex. Right. Yeah, that's important for you right now. When can we book a session? I do have the time and money. Okay, so I'm not going to deal with that now, but what you can do is you can, you can Facebook message and Emma, um, my assistant, can set something up with you. So yeah, there's there's been a purpose <laughs> to the call, <laughs> but I just couldn't continue to allow it go the direction that it was going in because I could feel you sinking. <laughs> <laughs>